this week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our favorite movie jams. Hello and welcome to a rockin' edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm John Rooney, regretting we didn't do a three-part Hello Harmony. Hello. 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 My Coney Island baby. baby. Uh, wow, we're really good at that, guys. Yes. Can we just quit this and become <laughs> a full-time barbershop trio? Trio? Trio-tet. Trio-tet. Tri-tet. Tri-tet. No. Oh, Damn okay. it, John. Right. I swear too much. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 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 My Coney Wait. Island. I mean, it's Coney Island. Uh, this week, for this week's mini-sode, uh, we're going to be discussing our favorite movie jams. That's right. Songs that came from movies, made for movies, by movies, out of movies, constructed <laughs> from the bones of celluloid and, uh, I don't know, Ray Harryhausen puppets that got thrown in a, in a house somewhere. Speaking of puppets, I just want you guys to know real quick, right. uh, a little while ago we watched Mario Brothers, the movie, uh-huh. and yeah. we fell in love with Toad the Goomba. Yes, we did. <laughs> Uh, oh God! It's just striking me now that they turned Toad into a Goomba. I'm mad all over again. <laughs> I was say it struck you then too. You were very upset at the time. Yeah. It's just he's already Toad. I know he's a guy who wears a mushroom hat and/or is a mushroom. There's a lot of fighting about that. Uh, but I was looking up pictures of Toad the Goomba, and apparently somebody was selling the Toad the Goomba, like, head puppet. Nice. Uh, And it is in real bad shape. (laughs) All of the, like, fake skin from the face is gone, so it's this, like, faceless, (laughs) smiling creep monster. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. Well, how much were they looking for? Uh, It was already sold, and it didn't have a price. I was very upset. I really wanted to buy it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, soundtrack jams, movie music. Uh, these are what we're going to be talking about today. So let's go around the horn. We'll start with you, John. What's your favorite movie jam? Boy, I'm. There is a lot to choose from. Uh, I think my heart, being a kid of the '90s, will always belong to "Kiss from a Rose" oh, from the Batman Forever soundtrack. Ah, it is a yes. good one. Specifically, the weird behind-the-scenes like featurette that they had on the VHS before the movie played, where Nicole Kidman breaks down the song and <laughs> it, how it relates to her character. Oh boy! Yikes! She goes like line by line, and she gets to you know, uh, there's a line that says, uh, you know, you became the likeness on the dark side of me, and that's kind of what my character does to Batman. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> This was when Nicole Kim was, was trying out uh, a pan-colonial uh, accent. Yeah, pan-colonial. <laughs> it's so that she could be hireable in all of the English-speaking countries. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that is a great song uh, by Seal, Seal, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, former Mr. Heidi Klum. Yeah. Um, and noted coverer of Steve Miller band songs. <laughs> that's true. right. That's yeah. right. True, true. 
He's one of two people that I know that did a cover of Fly Like an Eagle. The other being Sugar Ray. Ooh. Ooh. And actually, now that I think about it, Sugar Ray didn't do a cover of Fly Like an Eagle. They did a cover of Abracadabra, which is even worse. worse. Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, Seal. Oh, Kiss from Rose. Great, great song. song. Great song. It's good. I, and I love the, the music video where Seal has uh, just a shirt flapping in the wind on oh, top yeah. of a Gotham PD building. Right? Well, with sure. a bat signal. Yeah, it, it posits it posits that Seal has now taken over for Val Kilmer as Batman. Right. Well, which holy shit, I would see yeah, that. Yeah, no, movie. like that's probably better than Val Kilmer's Batman. Right. No. Although Val Kilmer, pretty good Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Sure. No. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, it's a terrible movie, and he's not a good Batman. Also true. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I will say uh, Seal uh, has a great cameo in Pop Star Never, never Stop. Stop. Never Stop Stopping. Yeah, Never Stop, Don't Stop Never Stopping or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but he has a great scene where he is eaten by but, wolves. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny guy. Funny yeah, guy. Yeah, and yeah. great singer. Great voice. Great yeah. singer. Yeah, he yeah. was the lord of VH1 for a hot minute there. Yeah, he was. Definitely. Uh, all right, so I can't even name another Seal song that's not from a movie soundtrack. Nope, nor should you. I feel so bad. Yeah. And uh, I've listened to like a whole Seal album or two. Right? I didn't realize they came in albums. They do. And they're not bad. All right. They're pretty oh. good like little R&B albums. Oh, nice. Good to yeah, know. Good stuff. Patrick, favorite movie jam. Highway to the Danger Zone from Top Gun Ooh. by Kenny Loggins. Yes. America's greatest movie jam. It's like right up there with uh, that one they play a bunch of times in Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> a kiss is but a kiss? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. number two. <laughs> and number one is Highway to the Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins uh, in the 80s was like lord of the movie soundtrack jams. He did I'm Alright for all right. Caddyshack. There's Highway to the Danger Zone uh, from Top Gun. Which there's also Playing with the Boys yeah. from Top Gun. Uh, yeah. From, Top Gun. From and the then, volleyball scene of Top Gun. Yeah. Absolutely. And then there was also um, oh Footloose from the Footloose, movie Footloose. Right. He does Footloose. I forgot all about oh, that. I forgot that was Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny Loggins is all over the place. Kenny Loggins has had a strange and storied career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kenny Loggins began as like kind of a folky sort of rock and roller with Jim Messina. He's almost like a an alt country rocker in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he dumped Jim Messina, went full smooth yacht rock, <laughs> full yacht rock, went full yacht rock, and then went full eighties like almost borderline hair metal. Yeah, for a yeah. Uh, and then just started making albums about Winnie the Pooh. Right. Uh, oh yeah, Highway to the Danger Zone, great song, iconic riff, uh, which I believe is played by Steve Stevens of Billy Idol's band. It's also one of those songs that if it comes on in your drive, you will speed. Oh, you yes. You don't have a choice. No, yeah. you do not. Yeah. Uh, my enduring memory of Highway to the Danger Zone was going to a showbiz pizza, which was like the competitor to Chuck E. Cheese yeah. before they merged and became one. Unlike uh, Chuck E. Cheese, which had a, a rat and his creepy friends play music. Uh, Shoba's Pizza had a gorilla in his creepy friend <laughs> playing music. I thought for damn sure you were going to say had Kenny Loggins. <laughs> that would have been amazing. But the creepy gorilla totally sang Highway to the Danger Zone and they intercut it with clips from Top Gun but with the gorilla in the cockpit of the plane. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and that's all I remember was really 
creaky animatronics oh in Danger God. Zone place. Nice. There's got to be some surviving footage of that on YouTube. Oh, I hope so. It's, it's got to be on the same channel that has just vacant malls playing 80s pop hits. Oh, yeah. 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 The empty so. mall playing Africa is kind of what depression feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tough break, Toto. Oh, yeah. Kenny Loggins. Ooh, good one. Uh, Mark, favorite movie jam. Uh, I am going to go with one of the greatest montage songs of all time. No, not Eye of the Tiger. No. No, not Push It to the Limit. No. I'm talking about... Robert Tepper's immortal No Easy Way Out from Rocky Four. <laughs> I love it because it's a sad driving montage. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's two montages in Rocky Four. There's the training montage towards the end, which is set to Hearts on Fire, which I think is uh, John Cafferty or maybe Survivor. I can't remember who it I is. I think it's Survivor. Yeah, I can't remember. And then earlier in the movie, after Apollo gets killed by uh, Drago, Drago, he drives around his sweet Corvette or whatever, uh, I think listening to No Easy Way Out, yeah, right. while he just remembers his life and flashes back mostly to the beginning of the movie. Right, right. Uh, and just repeating, like, punching the steering column. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic, and the song is amazing. Uh, Robert Tepper was one of those 80s uh, like session guys who kind of got famous for singing a song and he's a lot like um, he looks kind of like the not quite as in shape version of the sexy sax man from Lost Boys (laughs) (laughs) Uh, great song great vocals fantastic guitar work uh, awesome chorus oh it's so good gives me pumped every time nice Nice. Uh, any uh, any honorable mentions we want to get out of the way for movie jams any blaze of glory blaze of glory watching young guns next week blaze of glory for young guns too of course but it's a great song fantastic (laughs) true 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 yeah you've got uh, men in black both one and two Uh, so you mean men in black and nod your head head, black suits coming yep Gotcha, of course. And I mean, let's not forget the indelible Will Smith classic Wild Wild West from Wild West. Any Will Smith movie where he wraps the plot of the movie during the credits. Yeah. I've mentioned this before. I will continue mentioning it until I get to the ear of the president to set this right. Much like in Young Guns, I think I might have to wait a while. Till there's a different president. <laughs> uh, you mean until the ghost of Rutherford B. Hayes is president? Right. Yeah, I'm voting for him. Rutherford B. Hayes ghost? Yeah, because nice. he's running on a platform of listening to my opinions about Will Smith rapping at the end of credits, and I'm a single-issue voter. Man, I'm voting Robot Nixon. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> Only if it's just a cardboard cutout with... Uh, Billy West doing the voice behind a curtain. Yeah. No, that's even better. I would love cartoon robot Nixon and Billy West as president. Yeah. Uh, uh, honorable mentions, uh, another fantastic uh, montage song, uh, Maniac from sure. Flashdance. Originally sure. written about a serial killer, then adapted to be about a dancer. Yeah, because yeah, all they did is put in on the floor. Mm-hmm. That was the only change mm-hmm. they made to the song. Well, and I think they changed the pronouns from he to she. Right. Um, yeah. But it's a great song, uh, Michael Cimbello. If you've ever have chance to, please watch the solid gold performance of Michael Cimbello doing Maniac while solid gold dancers dance all over the place. Because Michael Cimbello does not look like what you expect him to look like. He's about 
about 6'4". He is covered in hair. Uh, <laughs> except the top of his head where he's balding. He's got this big, thick, gnarly beard. And he is wearing a just a black tank top and a white pants. <laughs> and he's playing the keyboard, doing the worst job of lip-syncing I've ever seen. <laughs> Halfway through the song, stops playing the keyboard to pick up his guitar. The kinds that, like... Don't have the neck, be like the head, because yeah. they're just like glued in or whatever. Yeah, right. Wales so they a, never go out of tune. Yeah, wails a solo and then goes back to playing the keyboard <laughs> that never stopped playing. Right. Uh, it's glorious. Yeah. He uh, is just like Michael McDonald, one of the most charismaless looking singers you've ever seen, <laughs> who's got such a great voice. Like you hear him on record, you're like, damn, that guy's killing it. Then you see him, and he's just like, no more run, no more road. You can't see me, but I was super bored looking. Uh, yeah, super bored. And then, of course, uh, we can't forget the entirety of the Purple Rain soundtrack. Yeah, I was going to sure. say, but that's almost cheating because and it is almost like sure. a movie made by a and musician. And, more importantly, the entirety of the Batman soundtrack. Yes. Mm-hmm. Batman 89. Uh, that's right. Okay, okay. As long as we're not talking about that U2 song that happened later for one no. of them, because oh, that was garbage. No, no. There's like, touch me, kiss me, yeah, me, something whatever. Like I I will definitely stand up for the music video for Party Man. Oh, absolutely. It's <laughs> so good. Where it starts with a gentleman in a purple suit and a weird mime mask who unfurls a declaration announcing the arrival of Party Man. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Uh, and Party Man is played by a prince. Of course. Uh, in a weird half Batman, half co- uh, Joker costume. Yes. The same thing he wore in the Bat, Bat Dance, Dance video. Yeah. Uh, a video which, just like Michael Jackson's Black or White, had like a huge, like, gigantic premiere for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for what, ter- what, what turned out to be six minutes of snippets of songs that just didn't make the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Where occasionally Prince would yell, shut the funk up. Yeah. <laughs> and I occasionally... That's, yeah, that's the only line in the bat dance. Other than, bat dance. Oh, other than that, or just like, Vic, Vicky Vale. Yeah. Vic, 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 Vicky Vale. <laughs> just uh, samples of dialogue DJed out. Because it begins with the guitar going, bam, 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 bam. Ooh, we got a live one here. Uh, if you want to stick around for the next six minutes, I'm just going to go through the entirety of Bat Dance. And then half the dancers are Batman dancers, and half the dancers are Joker dancers. That's right. With Prince in the middle. And then doesn't... Uh, Kim Basinger play Vicky Vale in the isn't she in the video as Vicky Vale? I think so. I think she's in Party Man. She's in Party that Man. Scene where they all die. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. That makes a lot more I sense. I can never keep all of Batman's love interests in like order. Nor should you. I was they confused when you were talking about Nicole Kidman earlier because the whole time in my head I was like, wasn't that Michelle Pfeiffer? But no, you're right. Nope. Michelle That's, Pfeiffer was two. Yeah, she's yeah. in two. And then in the fourth one, it's uh, El McPherson. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah! I had no That's memory of her character. No. Hard to keep that shit together. <laughs> I, I well, I mean, it's difficult when the movie doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, Vicky, whatever happened to having like a major rock star write like one title song for your movie? Here's I feel what like happened. that happened all the time when I was a kid. Yeah, and here's what happened: Armageddon. Oh my god! And that was it. That was a terrible song, and it got played way too much. You know what the crazy right. thing crazy. that is? That was Aerosmith's first number one hit. Yeah, and their won. 
entire career. No kidding. It was written. They did. They didn't even write it. Diane Warren wrote the song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and yeah, they did up until that point. Every like iconic Aerosmith song you can think of, none of them came close. I mean, to, I don't want to miss a thing. I just want to say, I'm not surprised that none of those other Aerosmith songs <laughs> made it to number one. Man. Some good-ass early Aerosmith songs. I dream on. I'll go to bat for. Uh, Walk This Way is a very good song. Sure. Love in uh, an Elevator is a great time, but it's not a number one. No. I, I would say Back in the Saddle is a number one. I'd listen to that song all day I'm kind of surprised they didn't get a number one for Janie's Got a Gun. Yeah, right. Just for, like, the politics of it, right? Yeah, and, well, and, oh, and also, God. like, the sweet dulcimer intro. Right? <laughs> Fucking... And I mean, like, Garth Brooks got a uh, number one for Thunder Rolls. And it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Abused woman shoots somebody. Speaking of seeing people break down songs in hilarious ways, the, like, VH1 behind the music for Aerosmith... Where uh, Steven Tyler talks about writing Jamie's Got a Gun. Oh, oh. It's like, yeah, I just had this in my head that, like, Jamie's Got a Gun. And I just, like, I didn't know why yet, but, like, I knew she did. And then I read this newspaper article, and then I knew that Jamie had a gun. <laughs> like, oh. Jesus Christ, Steven Tyler, tap the brakes. <laughs> right? Aerosmith is like the number one argument for drugs and, yeah, sure. and yeah. the power of creativity that comes <laughs> right. with them. Right. Because once they stopped using them, it's bad. It got, it got real bad. Yeah. yeah well, did. I mean, their big album after the Armageddon soundtrack was Just Press Play. Uh, that's correct. And it's real bad. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Don't because, do it. Because. All, all the other guys in Aerosmith were just like they had just released that album I think it was called Honkin' on Bobo uh, which was an album of of blue, mostly blues and like early rock and roll standards it just yeah. it sounds racist Honkin' on oh. Bobo <laughs> yeah like, it does like I can't parse why or exactly who it should be offended but the Bobo clearly <laughs> sure of course Patrick I don't think you can say that <laughs> Whenever I see, whenever I, when I thought of it, because this is how much of a nerd I am, when I saw the cover of Honkin' on Bobo, which I own, uh, <laughs> I immediately thought of the bad guys, the little like mini bosses from Double Dragon. Right. Oh, see, I thought of uh, yeah, sure. That's a Bobo. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought about Bobo from MST3K. Oh, <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Just Push Play was crazy because the rest of the band was like wanted to get back to the roots and just play more blues-based rock and roll. But Steven Tyler was like, guys, I just learned about this thing called sampling. <laughs> and they're I like, think the kids are going to really like it. And so there's all sorts of weird electric, like weird effect sounds, yeah. like drum machines and stuff over it. It's real bad. It's like if Aerosmith, it's like if uh, pink era Aerosmith tried to make a uh, Nine Inch Nails album <laughs> but weren't angry about anything. Boy. Yeah, David right. Bowie could barely make a Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah. But he was afraid of Americans. Well, he was afraid of the world. He's afraid he can't help it. He's afraid he can't... Do, 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 do. <laughs> I'm afraid of Americans! Here's the thing, though. Uh, the performance he did with Nine Inch Nails where they do Hurt is fucking incredible. It's real It's, it's real good. It's so good. Also, the video for I'm Afraid of Americans was just a Where scary... Just, he's just, like, walking down a street? He uh, starts walking down yeah. the street until a scary Trent Reznor starts <laughs> chasing him. And, like, what we all forget about Trent Reznor is that he is gigantic. Yes. Yeah, he's very large. You don't expect that, but yeah, he is. Yeah. And he has hair made entirely out of sweat. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Also true. Yeah, yeah. Also, he played the music man in high school. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Also, he is in an incredible uh, sequence in the new Twin Peaks. Oh, nice. Good. He yeah. plays a full song in the middle of an episode. Oh, just he like an old introdu- 60s movie. Yeah. He is introduced in the Roadhouse as, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. It's so good. Fantastic. And then an atom bomb explodes, which may or may not have caused uh, the death of Laura Palmer in a kind of way. It's what? very confusing. Bob may have been vomited into existence by a like weird corporeal form that was awakened by the A-bomb test. I don't know. I haven't finished the return yet. Okay. But episode eight is fucking insane. <laughs> Are you telling me that like they blew up an A-bomb and then like the tachyons went back and that Bob is like a Dr. Manhattan-esque creature? Kind of. No! And then he gets to Earth and is maybe a bug, but he definitely goes into like, uh, Sarah, I, I don't know who that character was meant to be. Definitely like goes into the body of one of the characters who will grow up to be the mother of one of the characters in Twin Peaks. Well, everybody, just oh. tune in to the next minisode when John's already where watched I try the rest have, of it and he'll tell us what happened. Where I half remember episodes of Twin Peaks The Return that I watched seven weeks ago. Right. All of this, all of this because some rando set worker accidentally got seen in a reflection and yep. David Lynch was like, well, that seems interesting. Let's just don't, let's run with yep. that. God damn it. Yep. Oh, it's so good, though. Oh, uh, well, that's going to do it for this mini soda about favorite music movie. Movie jams! Uh, not the kind with strawberries that you put on toast. <laughs> stra- stra- strawberry beret, Prince, Purple Rain br- br- brought it back. Raspberry sorbet, the cover he did on Muppets Tonight. We did it! Is that a real thing? Yes. Yeah. I'm looking that up immediately. <laughs> I knew about uh, that Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the best episode of Muppets Tonight. Prince is weirdly game to, like, make fun of himself. Oh, that does not surprise me that he is game to, like, be weird and goofy. With the Muppets, yeah, yeah specifically. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to do it. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm going to do some Googling when I get home. Excellent. We'll see you next week when we talk about... Young Guns. Bye, idiots. Damn it, John. Everybody that listens to this podcast is not from Toronto. Whoa! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> ah. Hey, well, I heard that Rob Ford's brother is bringing back Buckabeers. <laughs> <laughs> Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating or review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.